Well, welcome. This is a new ministry podcast from Bluff Park United Methodist Church. This is Mike Holly. I'm Angela Martin. And we're so glad that you have joined us today. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a study and a book that we're walking through together. And Angela uh, helped bring this book to our attention. It's a book called The Bible in Ten Words, and it's by Devin Spoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just really curious about how can you read the Bible, per se, in 10 words. That made me curious. So. It's, it seems like a, a, a giant work yeah. uh, to try to reduce everything <laughs> yes. down to just 10 words. Because there are 750,000 words or more in the Bible. Hmm. Amazing. He yep. worked hard. He did. He worked very hard. <laughs> Well, we're um, glad that you're with us, and we're going to continue to offer up these um, these audio podcasts throughout the fall to help work through this study. And what we find in this study is a focus on the words of Scripture and how God's words are powerful, and how these words can be uh, used to sort of look through the full sweep of Scripture and see them connect through the entire story of God and God. Uh, trying to restore our broken world. You know, uh, Devin Spoo talks about in the book about how, you know, we can see in Genesis, especially the first three chapters, God's words having real power because they are um, bringing creation into existence and into order with those words. Mm. And then he also talks about how God's words are still speaking. They're still they're still working in our lives to restore our broken hearts and restore our broken world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that whole creation aspect. You know, we, we call God creator, God, present tense. And I think it, that works in his word, right? Works in scripture as well. That when we read scripture, there's always this creating and recreating that is happening uh, as we experience life. Uh, we form different perspectives at which to come to the scripture. And so there's always this creative aspect to it. I'm so thankful for those uh, who sat down and wrote down the words of scripture. Um, at, at our house, Pat and I have uh, a book that we keep um, that when the grandkids say something cute or funny or silly, you know, we we go write it down because we want to remember it and we want to pass it down to them one day, you know, so that they'll know the funny things that they said and did. Uh, But I kind of think that way about these people, that they had these hard experiences, wonderful experiences, and they thought that they were so meaningful that they wanted to sit and write that down and pass it on. You know, what was it like to suffer and remain faithful? What was it like to hold on to hope um, in the midst uh, of those times? And so because of that, then when we read, uh, it's like we form this community. Uh, We can come together uh, in the midst of our suffering because we have these stories and we have this way to navigate through that suffering. or We can come together in, in our holding on to hope uh, and what that looks like. Or we can come together uh, in knowing that we had a Savior who suffered, who prayed, you know, let this cup pass from me. I don't want to go through this. And, and we know what that feels like and what that looks like. And 
and then how to handle it ourselves and to lean in to faithfulness as they did so many times. That makes me think so much about our Methodist heritage, Angela. And, you know, this idea that John Wesley talked about how Methodists are a people of one book. You know, we turn to the Bible to uh, read about what God has done for us. And we turn to the Bible to look for a guide for our faith development and how do we live our lives as Christians. And I love how you point out that, you know, the scripture and these stories that are passed down and this, this truth that has been handed over to us creates community. And the more that we as a people turn to them and think about these things, um, it helps build us together into the body of Christ. Yeah. I love that. Well, you know, not only is um, this, are the stories from Scripture sort of inspirational and helpful, I think about how brutally honest, especially the book of Genesis is, and sometimes the Psalms, um, you know, you would think that if somebody was creating a religion, that they would want to talk about how great their God was and how great their people were. But Genesis is kind of, uh, you know, clear and honest uh, that some of the people in, in the Bible were not always uh, doing the right things. You know, Scripture definitely contains words of hope and of comfort, but there's also, you know, some 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 honest stories about people living in a complicated world and really faltering through their lives. Yeah, yeah. So Spoo says that Scripture is the history of our older siblings in the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have older siblings, you know that uh, you learn to kind of navigate things with your parents by watching your older siblings do it, right? You learn how to negotiate um, with your parents Uh, according to the mistakes that they made and um, so yeah so sometimes these characters like Abraham and Sarah and uh, Jacob you know they they weren't always on the up and up and and the stories are uh, sometimes cautionary tales to us and yet we learn from them Uh, we learn wisdom and, and how to again navigate our lives because of that well, as a as an older sibling myself, I'm sure that my little brother uh, learned a lot about how to navigate parents and life uh, from my many, many, many mistakes. Uh, but I, I think that that's really helpful, though. That you know, as we're looking at these these ten words throughout the fall, we're not going to just be looking at a chapter or a verse. We're going to be looking at how these words become themes or how they work themselves out through the Bible. And along the way, we're going to encounter very good, hopeful, inspirational ways in which these words are there. And then sometimes we're going to see, you know, the pain and the consequence mm-hmm. to what happens when um, we encounter these words in Scripture. Uh, so I'm kind of excited about our conversations. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think this book is going to be a very helpful guide. And if you're interested in continuing to be a part of this um, audio podcast and you want to find that book, uh, our staff would be happy to help you. But if you want to look online, it's The Bible in 10 Words by Devin Spoo. And, uh, you know, something else that might be helpful in these conversations might be to bring your own Bible Uh, to the conversation, and we'll try to mention some of our scripture references along the way, and maybe even a journal or a pen 
so that, like Angela said, some of the things that you remember or that stand out, um, you know, that you can write those down and you can provide uh, memories and thoughts about what has really touched your heart and helped you in your faith. Um, be sure to respond back to us uh, with any feedback or maybe some insights that you have had along the way. And we're going to invite other people to our conversations, mm -hmm. too. Uh, we've had over the summer with some of our worship services during this pandemic, uh, some really meaningful and helpful conversations uh, between our ministry staff. And so we're going to invite some of them to come and join us along the way. Sounds good. I, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Well, um, we want to invite you to come back next week. We're going to email the link uh, to this audio um, podcast each and every week. And uh, we'll probably even provide you with more instructions on how to add this to your podcast app or service uh, once we get that set up. But for today, we just wanted to introduce this theme to you and invite you to come back with us next week. We hope that you have a wonderful day and a blessed week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.